0: Hello there, this is Jedi General of Obi-Wan Kenobi, and you are listening to Jedi Eternal.
1: What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Here we are back once again with Jedi Eternal, a Star Wars podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Braxton Taylor, alongside Andrew the World Traveler Bowen uh, hey, Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Um, yeah, Andrew is, uh, Andrew's going all over the place. (laughs) He he was, he was out for a while for work and then now he's traveling again for family stuff.
0: Yeah. So I was, so last week I was, um, out of town for most of the week, which is why we couldn't record last week. And then, and the week before that you were doing something, I don't remember what it was, so you couldn't record. Right. So that's why it's been so long. So first of all, Apologies. (laughs) Many apologies. Um, You know, we like to, we always like to record an episode for every episode of Star Wars that comes out. But it does not always work that way (laughs) Right? uh, when we have other, you know, things that we have to do. So anyways, and then this week I have been gone up until like... Literally right before you got here today, I pulled in um, from (laughs) being out of town again for most of the week. Nice. And then tomorrow, we're headed to Florida for a week for a vacation.
1: Huzzah. Well, so. hey, you know what? That's that's part of it, man. We just we got a life too. Surprisingly, mm-hmm. right?
0: Surprisingly, <laughs> and that might surprise some it of might you. Might surprise some of you who lads th- and some lasses. Some of you who maybe listen but don't really know much about us. You may think we just live in our parents' basements, but <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Not yeah.
1: So, anyway, we are back. Neither this week, of our though. parents have
0: basements. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, we're back once again, though. Here we are, and uh, we're just in time to cover. Uh, the season finale of Ahsoka, the Ahsoka series. So we're going to get into that a little bit later, but we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about between now and then. Um, One of the things that we do want to get into as we do every episode is we want to talk quickly about our Patreon. And uh, Patreon... Uh, for us is a single tier of only five dollars a month and with that we get we give you guys several different things first and foremost if you do like us and you like the podcast and you want to be a part of it Uh, you get to become, when you uh, subscribe to that $5 tier, you get to become what is called a producer. We like to call you guys producers. And in that, you guys, uh, we talk directly to you when we have questions or decisions or we want input. We go directly to our producers first and foremost to get advice from them. And uh, we shout out to our producers. We thank you for all your guys' help throughout the time that you have been producers. Um, The second thing that you get, of course, uh, is that you get... Early releases. So, if you do like this podcast, and especially during times like recently where there is a new show that's coming out, and you're really wanting to hear our review and our thoughts on it, uh, if we don't skip three weeks in a row, <laughs> you will get you will get any episode that does come out at least a few days early before anybody else gets it. Ooh, also, ah. the third thing, and probably one of the bigger things, is that we uh, we produce a second podcast just for our uh, Patreon producers, and that is called And Other Stuff and uh and other stuff is just basically whatever we want to talk about typically other than star wars but you know sometimes that's included in there and we have a lot of fun with that and there's several episodes that you can uh access right now if you become a producer you can get up to like i think 10 episodes that are on there right now and last but not least one of the things that we like to do every single episode as kind of a a a reward bonus is that we like to shout out our producers every episode that we have so andrew who is our patron producers our patron
0: producers are Tara Bolin, Grace, and David Gill, Alex Mason, Corey Wise, Jay Camdar, and Jenna.
1: Nice. Well, we thank you guys so much, and those are producers. And if you want to be a part of that list, you absolutely can do that by only subscribing for five dollars, and uh, <laughs> you get you get a lot of great stuff with that. And we would really appreciate it because it does help us out too. So now, uh. Now that we're done with that, we're going to move on into uh, one of our newer uh, topics that we have been doing for the past couple episodes. Because we are in Season 2 now. And that is our fun facts and our trivia. So, let me open up the handy-dandy book of Star Wars. Fascinating facts, story, lore, and history from the greatest galaxy from Pablo Hidalgo. And uh, let's see uh, what we got here. I lost my place earlier, unfortunately. Um not sure what i did with that i know i'm failing here man i wish
0: if i i wish i had some cricket sounds right now i know I, played, I know
1: but... oh well whatever so let's just read this one it says the one and only lando calorisian uh lay brackets first draft of empire screenplay has an unusual backstory for the charming rogue lando calorisian uh i'm a clone of the asharti family he says my great grandfather wanted many sons and he produced them from the cells of his own body his sister, a remarkable woman, produced many daughters by the same means. Thus, we keep the blood pure. And that was the quote. This fact does, or me, did not appear in any subsequent drafts, and the thread was completely abandoned, thus keeping Lando forever one of a kind. So, very interesting. you know. And we're going to get into more of these facts as the episodes roll on, right? But there's mm-hmm. a lot of really interesting um story prototypes if that's what you want to call them you know sure. pre-revisions um that that obviously didn't make the cut but that is one of the many of them right is lando being a clone very interesting yeah
0: and it goes to show that uh you know like again george lucas really liked the idea of clones a lot um <laughs> right as we see in the very first star wars you know he mentions the Clone Wars before we ever knew what a Clone Wars was exactly. Um, exactly, and I don't even really know if he really knew what the Clone Wars was. <laughs> I think he just thought it'd be cool to call it <laughs> Clone Wars. <laughs> right. you know, like, I mean, exactly, but uh. Yeah, so it's it's always interesting though to see those things and to see how the stories change over time and precisely and uh, yeah, so it's it's cool.
1: Very cool. And because we have skipped a few episodes, I will throw in another little oh, fun fact. Oh, that's so well. sweet. And the fact that I had to look at that one You're for like so five generous. minutes. So generous, so generous, right? But this one is called "Finding the Maestro." When George Lucas was looking for a composer of his 1977 space opera, his friend Steven Spielberg recommended John Williams. Although the trend of science fiction scores at the time was for modern sounds, rock beats, and electronic touches, Lucas wanted a traditional, almost Wagnerian classic score with grand fanfares and themes for each of the characters. Williams delivered in spades, and the Star Wars album became the most popular soundtrack of the time. And what a great job he did indeed.
0: Yeah, you know, and that's interesting to think about it that way. Is like when you think of sci-fi, right, you think of, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of like um cyber ish type yeah, music yeah. and like you know the 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 heavy beats and all that stuff going on mm-hmm. and the, the sub beats or whatever you want to call it but mm-hmm. but uh yeah but star wars has very traditional music yeah um, very
1: theatrical classical almost you know? yeah
0: which doesn't necessarily necessarily what you think of with sci-fi but right. But, of course, we couldn't think of anything else other <laughs> right. than that for Star Wars because right. that's what they made it. But uh, but I will say, you know, Star Wars has really started to branch out. Mm, um, true, yeah. yeah. Really, I guess, since the, since the uh, Disney Plus shows have started coming out, right, and we're getting yeah. different composers, yeah. we're starting to see new Star Wars music. And I think a, an example of a really fantastic way to do it was actually with uh, Kevin Kiner, who is who has been the one doing the music for Ahsoka. Mm, yeah, um, I think he's done yeah. a really great job. Yeah, I agree. And a lot of unique unique stuff, but also kind of like throwing in little bits here and there that we recognize. Right. Um, the most recent episode has a moment like that that we'll I'm sure we'll, we'll get into later in yeah. the episode, but
1: yeah, lots of good stuff. Now, and I will say to supplement that fun fact is that. Um, Prior to John Williams coming in and finalizing his score as we know it, there was a complete re- rendition of uh, the Star Wars soundtrack that was supposed to fit in that more modern times uh, style of music. And it's uh, I can't remember what the album's called, but you can find it on Spotify or Apple uh, Apple Music. And it's uh, it's like Star Wars disco. And, I mean, and that was literally what for a little while they were going to use. And, obviously, they decided against it, which was obviously a very good, good thing. Yeah, good choice. Very good choice. <laughs> Made it the timeless movie that it is rather than in kind of a cliche little, you know, era piece. But, anyway, let's move on. So, now that i given you a couple fun facts there, now let's move on to our trivia question for the week. And the trivia question being, which bounty hunter in The Empire Strikes Back is wearing an old costume from a Doctor Who episode. Once again, which bounty hunter in The Empire Strikes Back is wearing an old costume from a Doctor Who episode? So, we'll let you guys think about that. Type in your answers in the comments.
0: Yeah, if you look it up and put it in the comments, we'll send assassins after you. We'll
1: send assassin droids (laughs) to come after you. (laughs) But well, we will, we're actually,
0: we're going to send those little slugs from Attack of the Clones
1: <laughs> exactly, at the beginning, you know. Exactly. The, we're gonna, the poison yeah, slugs. Yeah, we're going to
0: send the slugs through yeah, your windows that's
1: exactly while you're sleeping we're tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Very macabre. But anyway, we will uh, reveal the answer at the end of the episode. So have some fun, put that in there, and see who gets the right answer. But moving on, we are going to go ahead now into this week's news in star wars what is new in star wars this week and the very first thing that we have this week is that ahsoka season two has apparently not been greenlit yet for production um obviously we just came off the hills heels excuse me of season one and people a lot of people are thinking you know what's going on where season two at but apparently it hasn't even been greenlit
0: yeah so this is one of those things that we could have maybe put in rumors but I decided to put it in news mainly because Deadline reported this and I think that it is, uh, you know, factual based on what we know so far. Um, that Ahsoka, you know, they, my understanding is they wanted to see how this thing played out, right? Right. Before they really committed to anything else. Um, I think it's safe to say that Ahsoka has done critically well Mm -hmm. now what are the what do the numbers look like i don't really know i don't know if i don't know if they're going to tell us that or not but um as far as critically it has been what i would consider a success Mm -hmm. um and so what we're what deadline is hearing right now uh the way they put it's very interesting i'll just actually read this here and and you can take from this what you will but it says some fans have speculated that Dave Filoni's standalone feature film which will be a culmination of his Disney Plus Lucasfilm universe of The Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and Ahsoka etc centers around Thrawn and that is poised to be next however we hear that Ahsoka season 2 is more of a reality in the conversation but nothing is locked yet
1: yeah i mean <sighs> I could see, I could see that being the case, right? I mean, because mm. we set up Thrawn, he's coming back to, uh, well, I guess. Actually, I don't think this is a big surprise, right? I, I will say this is a bit of a spoiler, but it's like it's not really that big a surprise. But Thrawn is coming back to the main Star Wars galaxy as we know it, right? Like that's not really a big surprise. We knew that was going to happen anyway. Anyway, mm-hmm. point being, that's what we're led up to. Now, I still personally think that there's still story to tell. Um, and I won't get into that part because that that is definitely spoilers and we're, spoilers and we'll get in, uh, into why there's more story to tell. Yeah. But um I could almost see that being the case though that they 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 make season 2 um but I don't know. I just feel like there's there's threads that really need to be connected before that movie comes out. And that's just my opinion.
0: No, I'm in agreement with you. I think that it is absolutely poised, set up for a second season, not the movie. I don't think where we end uh, with the characters, I don't think that ending is where Filoni wants it to be for the movie. Right. That's my belief. Right. Um, what we've been hearing all this time is that they do want to have, they do want to have, uh, Is my what is she doing in here? She's,
1: I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> She's been here this whole time.
0: It, she's not supposed to be in here.
1: No, <laughs> the it's dog. Hey, we're talking dogs, about yeah. a dog. Yeah. That's what...
0: Sorry. Um, but the, my understanding is that there was always going to be, at least the plan is to have an Ahsoka season two and also a Mandalorian season four mm-hmm. and this other series um, that's coming out. Help me out. What's it called?
1: Um, the one with
0: the kids. Oh, oh, uh, just totally blanked oh, man. on it on the title.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm blanking wow. too. You
0: guys are all screaming at us probably right now, but wow, what is it called? Rogue. No, no, it's
1: not Rogue Squadron. What in the world? <laughs> I
0: cannot <laughs> believe I just completely cannot remember <laughs> what it is. <laughs>
1: hold on, hold like, on. my
0: mind is completely blank, but you guys know what we're talking about. I mean, at least if you follow Star Wars, you know what we're talking about. Yeah, you got I, it. I know. <laughs> I, I'm not sure even what to look up, but oh, geez. how embarrassing! Yeah, wow, we're yeah. F- we're such fake Star Wars fans.
1: <laughs> I know we have we're, the podcast. We're... <laughs> we're
0: we're such fake Star Wars fans, real. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know on, it's bothering on, me now hold at this on, point. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Skeleton crew. Skeleton Thank crew. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, how am I supposed to know that? How am I supposed to yeah. remember that? Yeah, I don't know. Um, so skeleton crew, um you know, is supposed to also be a part of this though. We are not entirely sure how that works yet, but so my understanding is at least one season of that, another season of Ahsoka and a fourth season of Mando before we get the movie. Mm -hmm. So, and I think based on the ending of Ahsoka, uh, I think that that really goes to show that they're, they want another season now. Yeah. Now if the big wigs there at, at Disney, um, refused but maybe based on numbers. Then maybe the numbers weren't high enough, or whatever. I don't know what happens then, because right. I mean, how do you get the story where it needs to be? You know what I'm saying? Like that's that that would be a There's tricky a situation.
1: There is a gap there, and either they're gonna to have to try to explain it away the uh, comics or something which still would not be a good idea or they're gonna have to like try to like sweep it up at the beginning of the movie or yeah. or they just go right into it and they're like well this is you know yeah. they they resolve it somehow you know
0: yeah but we'll we'll get into more of that um in our main topic today as we review the uh, season finale Um, We'll talk more about some of that, so stick around for that. But going on to our second news story, and that is that the 2023 WGA strike has ended. So you may ask, what does this mean for Star Wars? Well, it means a couple things. It means that we do have some things that will now continue production, right? Um, We know that uh, as far as movies go, the WGA strike halted development on at least three projects. Uh, one of those being Steven Knight's script for the New Jedi Order film, which will um, have Daisy Ridley back as Rey. Uh, there's the Taika Waititi project that now we're hearing, you know, he may star in um, and uh, may have enlisted additional writers over the past few months prior to the strike. And then the Lando movie that we're hearing has been maybe retooled or Yeah, retooled from a uh, Disney Plus series into a movie by Donald and Stephen Glover. So, those things we know are being um, actively worked on. But also, of course, we do have other films that are in some type of development. The Dave Filoni one, James Mangold, and Sean Levy all have projects as well. So, we've just not heard as much about those. But...
1: But clearly there's quite a few things yeah. that are ready to be in production mm-hmm. or, or, or in the process, you in know? Process, so yeah. obviously the, you know, the WGA strikes were very important for their own reasons. We're not going to get into all that now. Um, but, you know, it is important that, you know, people get their fair wages and all that stuff, right? Um, right. But it is exciting to know that there has been a resolution, hopefully for their sakes, a, 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 yeah. a, a amicable one. Um, but anyway, uh that should lead us into hopefully some a lot of new stuff coming out in the near future, which is, which is good, right? It's good for Star Wars fans.
0: Yeah, and we know that um, on the TV side of things that the fourth season of The Mandalorian was in the middle of pre-production when the strikes happened. They were hoping to get in front of cameras by October. That date obviously is not going to happen anymore, so now it's looking like it will probably be early 2024 when they start production on mando season four Mm, so that means uh you know most likely we're gonna see a push back in when we view this as well um my guess would have been they were probably going to have this come out uh probably back back in where they used to have it in that like winter slot Mm -hmm. we may now see this pushed a little farther it would be my guess maybe into spring of 2024 or wait no 2025 spring of 2025 maybe yeah i don't think we'll get this i'd be surprised if we get mando season four next year with with the uh especially after the strike i I, yeah i was gonna say we maybe would see it late next year but now i'm thinking it's probably gonna be 2025 before we see it
1: yeah, no, I agree. I mean it, it kinda sucks, but but that that is most likely what's gonna end up happening. Um, you know, and, and and kind of backtracking a little bit back to our first you know, news piece is that it's like of all of these shows that are gonna eventually lead up into um I'm trying to say, into the, the event movie, right? Of all of the ones, I feel like Mando at this certain point in time is the one that really needs in the, another season the least? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, I and mean, we talked about this previously, but but Mando season three uh, ended off in such a way that it's like, where do they go from here? And what meaningful story could they really tell in the next season? So
0: yeah, well, I mean, it ended in such a way that a large majority of the fan base was going, was that the end? Yeah, like was that <laughs> the this end concluded? of the series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. like, is, are we done with the with Mando's story? So so
1: the point I'm trying to get at is that I I don't know that they're necessarily in a huge rush either. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't be terribly surprised if it is pushed out, you know, as far as we're saying, if not even longer. But uh, we'll we'll, we'll have to wait and see on that.
0: Yeah. And then uh, we know, you know, the second season of Andor is in the works. They last um, Tony Gilroy said that there were between four and six weeks left of shooting. So, um, now that they everything's kind of starting back out again, they can hopefully get that wrapped up. I would say, hmm, I don't know. When do you think we'll get that? Which I one mean, again? Andor season two. Do you think oh. we'll get that next year?
1: Uh, that's a good question. I think it would make sense to get it next year in terms yeah. of how things played out and when, Maybe at- fall. Or when Andor came out, but yeah, um, a fall release would make sense now. Whether that's what we get, I don't know, but I right. think it, it would make sense for them to release it then, for sure.
0: Yeah, and then with uh, the acolyte, my my guess is the acolyte was already finished. So um the only other thing, though, with 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 the strikes is that you know, not it's not entirely over. There is some kind of acting right. guild that's also still mm. in strikes. So I don't I, I don't know how much this affects. Star Wars but what I do know is if nothing else they can continue writing these scripts and writing you know and so and have it ready and have things yeah, ready to yeah. go uh which is better than what we've where we have been because it's been at basically a complete standstill right um i I wonder <laughs> I, was gonna say, I wonder how many like pounds all these riders have gained you know they're just sitting at home like <laughs> not doing anything not doing I mean anything. granted they weren't doing too much <laughs> physical you you not know? yeah <laughs> I don't think it's too much they're at home eating twinkies and just like waiting waiting for the call to say the like strike's over their
1: fingers used to be lean mean they're right actually, machines and then maybe, now their fingers are big and maybe they don't overweight.
0: maybe they're actually maybe they don't have uh, the money to eat Twinkies because <laughs> they've been on strike for so wow.
1: long. Wow. But... Wow. You're making really, fun of the I'm writers. Really, <laughs> I'm not making <laughs> fun of uh-uh. them. I'm just saying. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> I... <laughs> Andrew from <laughs> Jedi Turtle Star Podcast is against the writers and the writers. He
0: <laughs> says, writers eat too many Twinkies. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, we're, we're joke-joking. Yeah, um, I, kid, I kid. I kid. We're kidding. <laughs>
1: um. Anyway, so let's go ahead and move on, though. Uh, our final piece of news for this week is that Star Wars Eclipse, yes, Star Wars Eclipse, the very interesting and elusive game based in the High Republic that we heard about so many moons ago, uh, apparently the developer is saying it is still alive and it is simmering. So uh, yeah, I mean, this is again, as I just said, right, we, this is a, a game that we haven't heard about for, for a while now. And it was something that that I myself and I'm sure a lot of you were actually pretty excited for. I mean it's described as um well oh, I just had it here uh a new action adventure multiple character branching narrative game set in the higher public era right I mean that that's pretty exciting so um it went dark for a while and like I said there, there's uh the developers saying it's still going on so sure what do we got
0: so this is one of those um one of those games that uh, we may be talking about for a long time to come. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the developer is saying the game is still alive and simmering.
1: I don't know that despite I really, despite
0: the fact that we haven't <laughs> seen it anywhere in a couple of years, right? right after it was announced and shown like a, a live action or well, a cinematic trailer, right. Um. And you know we've never actually seen gameplay for um so to speak, but it was like a cinematic trailer with the graphics that they're using um looked amazing right we were all pumped Mm -hmm. um Quantic Dream has done some really neat stuff that I think would fit really well for a narrative Star Wars game um but yeah it's been they've been quiet so a lot of people have been like is this dead are they still doing it and so basically they just said that you know it it exists it's simmering they said one of the amazing things about working with NetEase which is like the the um uh the like the producing company i guess of it said that um you know they're letting them take their time and you know they say uh, that the high quality the high level of quality that you get when you buy a quantic dream game is a testament to the value of that approach and so they're just taking their time with it and making sure that they do it right which I have nothing against, if that's true. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But I also could see this being kind of a cop-out answer and it being actually, like, you <laughs> right. know, really uh, uh, in turmoil in the in the production stage. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's all we have to go off of with this. I will say, you know, we have heard rumors that the game is probably as far off from release as 2027 to
1: 2028. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's that's a while. And, and again, you know, if this game is to be as big as it's supposed to be, I mean, it, you know, it's not a surprise it's going to take a while, right? Yeah, well, and here's
0: the thing that you got to remember. And, you know, it's an action-adventure game that has branching narrative, multiple playable characters, uh, anyone can die, um, anything can happen, the story um, continues whether you make stupid decisions or not, no game overs. They've said all that stuff about this. Right. And so that alone takes a lot of work. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then when you add it into the Star Wars universe and we're talking uh, a game that we're going to anticipate and expect to be very next-gen, so to speak, right? Mm Because it's going to be coming, well, 2027, 2028, we're talking – we're talking the the end of the life of of our current consoles, if not the beginning of a of a new cycle of consoles.
1: Right. Exactly. Right? So. Well, and that's the thing you hate for them to get a whole lot of progress into this, and then realize, oh wow, the engine that we're using is outdated for these new consoles. And I mean, it wouldn't be the first game to 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 make something on an engine that was made for right. three consoles ago, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it happens but but you know with this style of game though uh, with the graphical quality and all that good stuff like that and and, and, and uh, again the game style i really want to see something just truly next gen you know so i want to see something truly just remarkable in terms of the graphical qua- or quality excuse me and uh and, and just how the game operates and uh the you know again in, in the the release time frame that we're looking at it's it's possible that we can get that Um, but we'll see, who knows if that's going to, going to happen or not. So anyway, yeah. Yeah. So like I said, it's unfortunately like many of the other things, it's just a wait and see type. Wait and see. There's a lot of, a lot of things about star Wars. Uh,
0: one thing you can count on is that there'll be a lot of, of talk about upcoming things, but then you won't hear anything for a long time and you'll just have to wait yeah like yeah, pretty exactly. much every movie and uh, game in Star Wars right now. yeah
1: <laughs> pretty it's, much it's things pretty they much. have in
0: common, I guess.
1: All right, so let's go ahead and move on. That is the end of our uh, you know news for the week. but let's go ahead and jump into our community discussion. So um, you know, of course, community discussion is where we ask one question to all of you and then we discuss all of the answers live on air. So the question that I asked previously, was now that we're going to a whole new galaxy in the Ahsoka series, we're going to be seeing some new alien species. And, of course, as you can tell, this this, uh, question's a little bit old. But uh, with that said, there are a ton of species in the current galaxy. What is your favorite non-human species in Star Wars? And we got a few answers here. And, again, thank you for everybody who uh, had answered. But Corey Allen Wise says it's got to be Wookiees or Ewoks. Brandon Duke says, pretty loaded question, gentlemen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know why, but Porgs are calling to me. But Admiral Ackbar will always have a special place. It's a trap. Uh, Greg Stewart says, Wookiees, the raw strength is pretty sweet. Uh, Josh and Birkenshaw says, come on, seriously, it's got to be Gungans with multiple crying, laughing faces. (laughs) Uh, Says, this is a bit of a cop-out answer, but I'm going with the original Sith species. I think it was a cool idea to have the Sith as a species and not just a following religion and teachings. Uh, Defo, a shout out to the Chiss as well. And last but not least, Alex Mason says, Yoder. <laughs> um, all great answers. Again, thank you guys uh, so much for answering. And again, uh, I mean, like I said, a lot of great answers there. You know, obviously yeah. the, the big one a lot of people are going to say, of course, is Yoda species, right? Whatever that may be. And I see a lot of people would think that's probably their favorite because it's just so mysterious and we don't know much about it. Um, and, and JB, you're absolutely right. You know, in in uh, extended universe canon, uh, if you want to call it that, um, you know, the Sith, you know, were a species, which I, like I said, I thought that was a pretty interesting concept as well. And eventually as the as the species died out, then it became the teachings and, and stuff as we know it today. But obviously that's not canon anymore. And, uh, but yeah, so I'll have to say again, it seems like, um, a reoccurring answer here. I have to, I have to admit probably one of my favorite species is probably Wookiees. I really do like Wookiees, um, for a lot of different answers. I do like, you know, again, like Greg said, you know, I the, mean, I would be, I would be
0: interested to, to see like a, a poll the, of, of what would be considered the most popular Mm-hmm. because, uh, I don't know. I think there's a good chance Wookiees would be the number one answer. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But I when I think of, you know, Star Wars species, I think, you know, obviously Yoda is popular, but Yoda's also just like one. Well, mm-hmm. I guess now there's three well, altogether th- yeah. but yeah. that we know of. Um but uh I think before Yoda you would probably actually get a lot of ewok. As an mm-hmm. answer mm-hmm. and maybe even jaw was yeah because I, yeah. I think they're i think those three are very popular of course we love yoda again and we, <laughs> right. and we love baby yoda too but um i don't i would i would i don't know with mando and baby yoda maybe yoda species kind now of, would kind would of switched kind over of, a little yeah, bit yeah but yeah.
1: um but what, what so your Wookiee's your favorite? I'd say Wookiee or Zobrock is another one for me too, mm, which is okay. which is uh, uh, Darth Maul's species. I always thought they were pretty cool. Um <laughs> I, was, I never mind, I'm not gonna say what I'm gonna say. Uh but anyway, so um yeah, so Wookiees and Zobrocks have always been like big ones for me, uh, for a lot of different reasons. And you know, not have the time to get into all of it. But uh Drew, what is what is your favorite species in Star Wars? So
0: I w- I mean I do really like wookies a lot. Yeah. It's hard not to like wookies, Yeah. Right? Um but I also I do love Yoda species as well. Mm-hmm. Both of those are, you know, two that I really really like. Um as far as I feel like I want as far so to give something to kind of like out of left field um that no one else I I don't believe mentioned but something that I've always really liked is the Rancor.
1: Ooh, yeah uh, yeah and so that's another question right like sentient versus non-sentient true. species as well right, yeah right, yeah because um, I mean, you yeah you can get into a lot of all the different variations there. right but yeah Rangos are sick i love Rangos. yeah
0: i like i like rancors they're always kind of they're kind of like the t-rex of star wars <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah and so i've yeah. always i've always liked them um so yeah yeah i would say those, yes. those three are kind of up there for near me. and dear yeah you
1: know what's funny i, I can't remember the species name and I, I wouldn't say that it's my favorite species but for whatever reason for whatever reason growing up i just really liked them um was the um the species from Utapau. you know what i'm talking about oh, With yeah, the, like yeah, the lines yeah, on yeah, the face yeah. i don't know why i have no clue why i liked them so much but i just remember thinking like dude those are cool <laughs> yeah yeah that's the same
0: species as uh uh the grand inquisitor yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: the moon moon something
1: like that uh yeah i think that's correct let me see or is it powan pow p-a-u apostrophe a-n
0: oh or the maybe. i don't
1: know there's so many different <laughs> random words for these guys anyway but yes yeah, so you know i'm talking about though yeah yeah i think when i saw him in episode three when kenobi was talking to him i don't know why i thought it was so cool i just thought like oh dude those guys look sick <laughs> so anyway I digress uh, so yeah those are our our thoughts and again thank you guys for sharing your thoughts as well uh we really do love when you guys reach out to us and am uh, uh I'm surprised nobody picked the uh the Tweelix. Uh, well <laughs> okay I was just I was gonna say that's what I'm saying earlier I'm like and Tweelix for obvious reasons <laughs> I didn't know if that was a little I too mean, inappropriate, but you I, know.
0: I mean, what we all, what? we didn't, didn't say anything didn't, for obvious <laughs> reasons. I mean, I don't know. Anyway. I'm just surprised no one picked him. That's all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> so anyway, um, guys, thank you so much again. For those of you who are listening, who has never, um, you know, done, participated in one of the community discussions, we would absolutely love to hear from you. And, you know, as we move forward, that's kind of my goal for these uh, community discussions that I, I, I post questions that you don't really have to know a lot of trivia, right? You don't, have to know a lot about stars you can just chime in and say i like this this star species because i thought it was cool and that's that's a good enough answer right um so you know that's what i'm trying to do is is just ask questions that are fun engagement and you don't have to really know a whole lot about stars so uh if you feel that way and you're like i just don't know a whole lot just uh reach out to us and we'd love to hear from you so now let's go ahead and get into our rumors for the week And, uh, (laughs) kind of like last week, I think, actually, as well. Or the last time we recorded, should I say, we only have one rumor. Only one. Um, still, up to this point, a lot of stuff is still revolving around Ahsoka. So, um, not a whole lot external to that. So, our one rumor for the week is that the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake may be dead again. So, first it died because the, the developer that we had originally talked about, uh, was just being dumb. They were just being, um negligent and, and just wasting money. So they, they got dropped. They had to just, you know, get rid of the the project and then someone else had picked it up. So we heard, and then now though it's seeming like it, it may be dead again, unfortunately. So drew, what, what do we have on that?
0: Yeah. So, you know, it was under aspire. They were the ones creating it. And from what we've gathered, you know, they showed it at something kind of to the to the big wigs who were, you know, were were contributing the money and uh, they didn't like what they saw. And so Embracer, who was who's the parent company, they took it out of the hands of Spire and gave it to Sabre Interactive. Again, this is just what we've heard. I don't I don't know that any of that is official. But um and so that was what we heard last. Well, now, um PlayStation has went and and taken off the trailers from their, from like their YouTube and stuff, and so it's kind of brought it back into the conversation of is this, dead, um, is this officially dead, um, now we don't have an exact answer on that, but it does make you wonder with Sony kind of like taking kind of erasing it from their, their name so right. to speak. Um, and again, it's one, another, another Star Wars game that showed a, a, a tiny little trailer and then has not been talked about since, uh, which seems to just be, again, the, the way they do things for some reason. Um, now, what we do know is that Embracer um, has gone through some turbulent times lately. They lost a $2 billion deal after buying up loads of studios, including uh, Gearbox, Crystal Dynamics, uh, Eidos Montreal, um, the latter two purchased from Square Enix. And so, but when they they did all that, but then they ended up losing um, a $2 billion deal, that was kind of the backing for the making those decisions. So with that, I could see that also being um, them... Letting go of Kotor because of um, because of that. Now, here's the thing: you tell me Aspire is doing Kotor, and even back at the beginning, I immediately was like, uh, uh, uh,
1: "I don't know." Of all developers,
0: <laughs> yeah. and it's like, well, they worked on the iOS ports of Kotor one and two. Well, that's great. They worked on mobile games, okay? And now we want them to create a remake of one of the most beloved console games of all time. (laughs) Right. right. Um, That seems like a a mistake. And obviously it seems to be the case that it was a mistake. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they gave it to Saber Interactive. I'll tell you the truth. I don't know the, I don't know all the games that Saber Interactive have done, but that tells me enough. The fact that I don't know tells me it's, they're probably also not the right studio for the job. (laughs) Um, Do I, so here's what I hope happens. Honestly, I hope that uh, this co- goes completely out of the hands of Embracer, and let's get this back into the hands of a of a developer that really cares, um, but also can can get the job done. Right. Because I think it would be a shame if we never get a remake of Knights of um, the Republic. The idea that we that was that was talked about was that you know it would have the same story. Of course, it would look much better, but they would also update the the combat to a more action-adventure combat style versus the um, uh, the whatever the strategic battle system they had before. Mm-hmm. And so, I think that that was a great decision. That's one of the one things I hate when I go back and play the old ones is the, the combat system in that game is so just outdated and uh, just not very fun. Mm-hmm. And so I think that updating that would make a lot of sense. So I hope this doesn't just die completely. I hope that it is handed off to someone who could really do it. And I think it could be amazing if we get right. that. But it has to be the right team. It has to be somebody that's not only passionate about the, the series, but also can can do it. Yeah. And that's and honestly, that's the biggest part. Like, that's going to be hard um, to recreate the magic, but also to make it just a really good game. And, you know, there's only going to be a handful of studios that I think could be up to that challenge.
1: Sure. So. Yeah, I, I totally agree. You know, it, it is a delicate subject. You know what I'm saying? And you can't just be throwing it around willy-nilly. Uh, and I think for a lot of people, it's kind of like we're just like, okay, either do it or do not You know? And... I feel like with it saying, Oh, we're back, we're doing it again. Oh, it's dead. Oh, we're back here doing it again. Oh, it's dead. We're like, stop getting our hopes up. <laughs> you know right, what I'm saying? Right. It's just just either you're gonna do it or you don't, you know. So that's the long and short of it. So I guess again, like everything else, we're just gonna have to wait and see if anything pans out and comes yep. of it. So All right, folks, now that we're through our rumors, we're going to get into our last and final topic before we end out for today. And, of course, that is our main topic. And this week we're going to be discussing uh, kind of our thoughts on the finale of Ahsoka series, uh, the Ahsoka season one. And we're going to go over, you know, some of the episodes we missed just a little bit, but majority of the talking about the, uh, the finale here. So, um basically episodes six seven and eight is is what we have not talked about as of yet and basically we're just gonna quickly go over episodes six and seven because to be honest with you there's really not a, a, a ton to talk about especially in episode six um and so basically overall right episode six sees them finally coming into the new galaxy um, that that we uh, that we've been so highly anticipating right? Um, we're, we're seeing this new galaxy. We're seeing, um, some of these new things and, uh, we do get probably the best part of the whole episode, of course, is the reveal of Thrawn, but also his legion. And, uh, and they, we see them all in their kind of like makeshift, um, in, in uh, empire stormtrooper armor. Yeah. And then with some of them having like the, the kitsune like almost inspired Mm -hmm. like helmets where they're all like mended and put together with gold and stuff
0: yeah and i and i thought i thought at the time when i saw this that they were most likely dead and reanimated with by the witches. yeah 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 but obviously within the newest episode we find that's not the case case. Um, they must be alive and well yeah.
1: At first. Which so yeah, which which begs the question is these red wrappings, it's like what's the purpose of those? I thought that was some sort of like magical binding, it's, it's you know what I'm saying? Tape. <laughs> <laughs> magical red duct, duct tape. tape they're like wow. they're like
0: <laughs> they're like well i have this red duct well, tape we could this, use this cool <laughs> magical
1: guy. red duct tape it's like it's not magical sir it's like well it looks magical
0: <laughs> so yeah no I, I i i'm with you on that i thought it had some kind of significance to again the the dathomir which is like i thought they had some kind of uh like you know the bindings of magic within those red things on them but And and maybe there is still something to that. Maybe, um, you know, they they never necessarily, we never see a single one with like their helmet off, right? Mm -hmm. We never see, we really never see anything that humanizes any of them. Well, Um, so what's
1: interesting is that the night troopers mm -hmm. is the only ones that we see with the helmet off. And the night troopers were like the freaking zombies, which, you know, we're cutting ahead a little bit. But they, we did see them with their helmets off uh, partially, and they were like straight up like zombified.
0: Well, but they had already been zombified at that point, right? Sure. right. So I'm just saying that is one it, instance yeah, where yeah, we did yeah. see some of them. Which those were the, the two. We, again, we're jumping all the way to the last. But <laughs> yeah. the, the two that, that were up there, they were, I think they were perch troopers originally. Yeah, I believe so. It looked like yeah, they were yeah, perch troopers. He
1: calls them night troopers. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean, so, so obviously, in my opinion, that's, that's the best part, you know what I'm saying? That was the best part of the whole episode is seeing that Legion though. And of course, Captain Enoch, which, again, oddly enough, I just thought there was going to be more to that. You know what I'm saying? We see Captain Enoch, which with this very like Roman Empire type Uh helmet where it has like the face inlaid in it. And it's like, first, how do they make that? Where did that come from, first of all? And second of all, it's like, who is he? And like, I thought there would be just more significance and there probably will be in the future. But that is and I'm I'm not going to. Well,
0: don't get your hopes up, though. Star Wars loves to give you stuff like that. And then never, (laughs) for example. Yeah. uh, I mean, you know, the first half of the season, what did we all talk about and question the whole time? it was uh, the inquisitor right i can't even remember it's Maroc or whatever oh yeah yeah. we yeah, never did yeah. really get we never got an
1: answer for that i mean yeah. yes
0: obviously it was some kind of again magic uh but like again we never really got any true answers about who that was mm-hmm. or anything and then um you know also you know characters like phasma right <laughs> Like Phasma, <laughs> right. who looks so cool, and we thought we were going to get all this story and background on the character.
1: <laughs> well, the biggest um... one... Boba Fett. (laughs) Or, yeah, I mean, Boba Fett. (laughs) Which now, after all of these years, they fleshed them out because people love them so much.
0: Yeah, and well, and even Phasma has gotten more uh, books that kind of have built up her backstory and stuff. And who knows, we'll probably get books about this guy eventually.
1: Which, (laughs) I don't know. Here's the thing with with Phasma and Boba Fett, they were part of like the main movies. So that's why, you know, that's probably why. But some of these guys, like Captain Enoch and the Maroc and stuff like that, probably not. But I would like it. I would like it. I, again, it it was a very interesting. I know it is kind of like a thing that does happen in Star Wars, but I just I was a little disappointed in this series, in in the fact that that did happen yeah. two different times. <laughs> you know. Yeah. No. I I agree with you. I I
0: definitely you know when you see a cool character like that, you want to know more. You want you want to to learn more about the character and why they look the way they do. And, exactly. And and I think you know it's still very possible that we may get more about about him. You know, he's he seems to be like Thrawn's right hand man. So yeah. Um, you know, I kind of wanted to see him in action. So I was kind of, again, disappointed we didn't ever really, really see him in any kind of action. Um, but, you know, maybe a season two. Yeah,
1: well, I mean, so like I said, we do have um, Ahsoka season two if that does happen, which we, yeah. I, I think we're, we're very confident that it will. And then also we have the movie as well. So, I mean, I, I'm sure there will be some more fleshing out of those characters. I, I would not doubt yeah. it at all. But to what extent, I don't know. So, anyway, obviously in the season or season six, Uh, episode six we also get the reveal of ezra bridger and we see him again and uh i will say i was i i felt that it was cool to see him again and all that stuff but i do feel like the reveal was a bit lackluster what 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 do you think about that it was
0: super lackluster
1: Okay. Um, you know
0: i you know they we've built it up in our heads right for so long about like the return of Ezra eventually. Yeah. That you just, I guess, imagine they're gonna make it into the some big fanfare, right? Kind of like, well, honestly, they kind of did it with Thrawn, right? They kind of made it his mm-hmm. intro kind of a big thing, a big deal. And then and then you see Ezra and he's just kinda like there. Hey, he's he's just, there. Just, hey. she turns around, there he miss is, me and he's or leaning against her. The, and, and then they give
1: each other a hug, and then that's kind of it, it, you know.
0: And part of me's like, well, that's kind of just Ezra in a nutshell though, is mm-hmm. like he's super just like like, super, super down-to-earth and just just kind of a normal guy mm-hmm. type scenario. Um, and I think maybe that's why they went that way, because they kind of wanted to portray that. Like, he's just this super normal, friendly guy who happens to, you know, be a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, I kind of had hoped to see him maybe have kind of grown to a new... Because here's the thing... I. From what I've seen of him so far, he feels kind of like he's just the same, same, like he's just Ezra. So it's, it's like what, like 11 years later or yeah. something like yeah. that? And he's completely well, been in
1: ice. I mean, several years, right?
0: Maybe, yeah, something between nine to 11
1: years. Several years. And he's also been in complete isolation in a whole new galaxy, happened to like basically oh, his only ally at this point, you're right, play on words, is the Force. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 him having to, like... You would think that he would be reaching deeper depths in the Force like than we've ever seen or something like that, you know? And again, I'm not, you know, crapping on the show. Because I I really enjoyed this show. I really did. And we're going to get into it. Uh, you know, as, as we talked about the finale, I'll probably talk about our kind of feelings about the show as a whole. But, you know, I really did enjoy the show. But I do think there has been a few instances where they kind of dropped the ball. And I just think that the, the Ezra uh you know reveal but also the Ezra as a character as a whole in this series series is kind of just dropped the ball i don't know that's just how my feelings are uh it's cool to see him again and we do see some interesting things but it's just like i i just expected more i think what drives
0: me drives me crazy about it was was you know sabine shows up and he kind of is like so so like you know, what happened? How are you here? And she's kind of like, oh, we'll just, we'll talk about it later. And he's like, okay. Yeah. Like, what?
1: <laughs> you, haven't like, you haven't seen anyone in the past any, 10 years, yeah. you know? And,
0: and somehow, all of a sudden, she's here. In this and other another place, a galaxy. Gal- yeah, that you have been trapped here for all this time. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't want to tell you, and you're just like, okay. Yeah. Like, What? Which, and, you know, again,
1: you could say, like, well, that's just his nonchalant nature. And, oh, well, he just realizes at this specific time there's bigger things to deal with. But it's just like, but that's
0: but, not even, but that's, even though, yes, there are bigger things to deal with, they don't act like it. Right.
1: They, they're just like hanging out. They're just like hanging out with the turtles. <laughs> yeah, well, episode six was. I had a gripe with episode six and I felt like it was just like a play date yeah well and seven
0: and even going into the next one we still see like Ahsoka and and Sabine and Ezra and they're all just kind of like hanging out with these turtles and it's like don't you know Thrawn is like (laughs)
1: like Thrawn himself Thrawn Thrawn is
0: here and he's trying to leave and he's gonna leave you behind (laughs) like your only way of leaving right now is making sure somehow you're on that same thing with Thrawn
1: and not even just that not even just you getting back to your galaxy but also also like the fact Thrawn himself and he's going back to that galaxy not just that you're stranded but he's going to go take over the galaxy again as the Empire and you guys are just
0: hanging out with these turtles (laughs) just talking it up and you know like bro what is going on man (laughs) yeah it's like yeah. leave the turtles <laughs> leave the turtles bro
1: leave donatello bro yeah, he's okay just
0: leave the little junior ninja turtles and and like the crab they've been there turtles. for a long time i'm sure they'll be fine yeah this i mean it's, is their, home. it's, it's their, their home it's their home yeah <laughs> it's like go, yeah. go stop <laughs> well so
1: this is i'll pause here so yeah, this is yeah. this is this was kind of like one of the gripes right is that like i feel like they didn't know what they wanted to do in the last couple episodes you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. they got to this new galaxy so naturally think okay we need to explore this a little bit and this is the first time we've ever been outside of the 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 main star wars galaxy so clearly you know people are going to have questions you're going to know about the local flora and fauna and you know at least at the specific planet and you know and see things you know so it makes sense that we kind of want to explore. But they never really fully explored. So then they are like, okay, well, then there's yeah, this urgency, they, and we need to like hurry up. But they never fully bit, went urgent. They didn't really take advantage
0: of the, in my opinion, of the fact that they're in a different galaxy. Like they could have really showed some wild stuff, new stuff. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the, a new way things work, and we never really saw anything like that. Like we had heard right. some rumors that you know, like they were gonna like the force was gonna be different there. Like it, things were gonna yeah. work differently. Yeah. And I think that would have been really intriguing, but. You know, they didn't really do anything like that, and it just kind of honestly just felt like another planet in the <laughs> galaxy we already know. Yeah, right. Yeah, it didn't exactly. feel like it was a different galaxy.
1: Right. And so, and how do you do that with while maintaining the same like feel of Star Wars and not being too out out there? That's a great question. I don't know. And uh, you know, and but they also I feel like they didn't know either, and because yeah. of that, it prodded them to. Kind of get cold feet, I guess, and you know what I'm sure. saying. And they never really quite committed to to either one, right? Anyway, yeah.
0: so I know we want to kind of really just mostly we want to talk about the finale. Yeah, um, yeah we just yeah. kind of wanted to touch on a couple of things. The last thing I'll touch on um, before we jump into talking about the finale was uh that we do get that C three PO moment within uh Episode Seven, which yeah, was, that was, was, was really awesome. awesome. Um, and, and it was, you know, kind of a touching moment there because they used, you know, Anthony Daniels to come in C 3 C-3PO um, in place of Leia, right? Like he was there on behalf of Leia, right. which was an interesting it was, way. It was a good way to do it. Without yeah, to do it, to kind of honor her character, but, you know, to not just have some just random person doing it, but C-3PO, which right. is also meaningful. So I thought that was really cool. Um, but yeah, let's just go ahead and jump into the finale. So the finale of Ahsoka opens with Morgan Elsbeth informing Grand Admiral Thrawn that the transfer of the mysterious Night Sister cargo is complete. So you are you with me on this that like that's definitely just a ton of like carcasses, like Night Sister carcasses.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah well, like, that was what so here's there was a little like I can't remember when they said it, but they said that th- uh that he woke up those three Night Sisters. So true, it does talk about yeah. They say something like that. It makes sense that he's going to take all of these sleeping, you know, night sister carcasses or whatever, you know, and take them back to Dothamir as part of their agreement, right? Yeah, but
0: yeah, and I assume that he's going to utilize that like a night sister army to his advantage. Sure. Well, and so
1: we do see, of course, in Star Wars Jedi: uh, Fallen Order, um, Mm -hmm. you know, the undead sisters. So the the Knight Sisters at the time was able to like resurrect their dead sisters to fight once more, mm-hmm. uh, so that was something we do see in canon. So, I mean, yeah. it's not impossible. Uh, oh man, he's a yawner today. Almost, right? I'm, I'm tired.
0: <laughs> um, so he sends Enoch to prepare the Eye of Scion and dispatch two TIE fighters to deal with Ahsoka Tano and her group. Morgan is arrogant that they have beaten the Jedi, but Thrawn is quick to point out essentially all of the original trilogy and how the Rebellion and Jedi have beaten the Empire before, which I thought was kind of a you yeah. know Thrawn's <laughs> like well listen a lot of people on the Empire have thought Undes- that they were yeah yeah, yeah. so um, <clears throat> Thrawn thanks the Night Sister Great Mothers they in turn thank Morgan Elsbeth <laughs> for for coming and offering the gift of shadows so yeah, Morgan that pledges. Was to abandon her old life to them, with fingers glowing green, they brand Morgan's face before summoning a vortex of green magic, um, which that was creepy. Yeah, and you could hear like the whispers of like a souls of of uh, Night Sisters, were <laughs> yeah. like like I don't know, like going inside of her or something. And then the fire dies, revealing the blade of Towson. Yeah, that was uh, which interesting. Which was a callback to Mother Talzin, who led the Night Sisters in the Clone Wars. So they give Morgan the blade, which glows with emerald flames as the t- final title cards revealed, which I loved. Part 8, The Jedi, The Witch, and The Warlord. Dude, that's so, so good. little uh, Narnia for you there. Yeah. So with the heroes on their ship overseeing the nomadic Noddy, which I think are the the turtles, Ezra Bridger is trying to build a lightsaber. Um, the droid professor going, fusses at him as the lightsaber building can't be rushed. I thought a couple things about this. I thought was interesting. First of all, they make a little joke in there. I don't know if you noticed this, but they talked about something about being too thin. Like it would be, it would be too thin. And I think what they were making a joke about the lightsaber sizes in Rebels. Yeah. I think that that's kind of what they were. <laughs> yeah. Making a, a joke at. Well, that um, that
1: would be funny because. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would be funny.
0: So I think that was kind of a nod to that. Um, and then. This was actually just a great moment. One of my favorite moments of the episode, actually, was having Yuang uh, talking here with Ezra and showing Ezra building a lightsaber, which is also hilarious that he's building a lightsaber now after <laughs> right. literally just being like, I don't need one. Yeah, well, so, <laughs> so that,
1: literally the previous episode, the end of the previous episode is, you know, oh, I don't need that. I don't need that. Yeah. The Force is my ally. Yeah. And then like immediately cut to <laughs> immediately building his own lightsaber. lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, um, okay. you know, Huyang
0: says he taught Kanan. Um, also kind of cool. He also uses his real name, Caleb. And, um, and so Huyang gave, gives a lightsaber piece to Ezra And says basically that, you know, the other piece um, belonged to Kanan. And so he kept the other one um, in case he ever wanted it. And so now he gets to give it to Ezra. So Ezra gets a new blue blade lightsaber that has that piece that was um, like Kanan. So that's kind of cool. After Sabine walks away, Huang gives a brief summary to Ezra about what happened to Sabine. Her training with Ahsoka and the loss of her family on Mandalore. Um, This, I think was interesting. Um, Basically, you know, finding out that the reason that Ahsoka decided not to train Sabine was because Sabine was doing it for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. Sabine was doing it um, because of what happened to her family on Mandalore, which we know, reasons like that lead to the dark side. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I think I'm with Ahsoka on that. I think Ahsoka made the right decision. So it's (laughs) kind of interesting that we see Ahsoka looking on it as she made the wrong like she failed her but really it makes it sounds like she made a pretty wise choice honestly but um in my opinion but sabine finds ahsoka and they finally talk about the padawan giving balan skull the star map several episodes ago ahsoka is not mad accepting sabine's apology ahsoka notes she made her own slow difficult choices and says that anakin always stood by her so that was a kind of a moment like "What the tears so she is choosing to stand by Sabine and her choices. Yeah. Just then Thrawn's TIE fighters show up and disable their ship, but Sabine maneuvers and swipes the TIEs, saving the turtle people under their protection. Sadly, <laughs> their ship is damaged and unable to fly anymore. Ahsoka isn't phased. Enoch reports to Thrawn and the Grand Admiral proceeds to the ground assault. Ahsoka, Ezra, and Sabine hop on a couple of howlers while Huang stays behind with, with the turtles to work on the ship. Morgan now commands a group of volunteer night troopers uh so yeah it was interesting that's when I know that's when I decided well they must not be already zombies because she says that it was a group of volunteers they and, and, and he's, he's like they, and he's like yeah. they realize you know like what what's gonna happen and she's like yeah they they understand they get it so um she tells herron they will fight for him he corrects it's for the Empire not him. Mm -hmm. the heroes find the eye of scion with one last check-in with Yuang, who tells the jedi not to wait for him they head out Thrawn is ready for them with the turbo lasers from the uh chimera raining down on them that was kind of that was pretty neat that was cool the lasers shooting down from the star destroyer and they're all like (laughs) running through there yeah it was pretty neat um the jedi race their howlers toward the front gate all three using the force and slipping inside they are met by a massive wave of night troopers which they promptly dispatch Now this is one of the times in the episode that I was kind of like, huh. Something about this didn't feel right to me. Yeah, and I don't know if you feel the same way. I don't know if any of our listeners feel the same way, but something about this scene when they when they first come in there and they're like, you know, blocking the 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 blaster bolts and all that. Something about it just didn't feel right. Like it just didn't look right or something. Something was off.
1: The choreography was really goofy.
0: Maybe that's what it was. Maybe and and uh, maybe it was too slow. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. maybe they needed to like speed it up a little bit. I don't know, but something just seemed off. It didn't it didn't look good to me. Yeah. I was like, here we are. We have three <laughs> like Jedi with lightsabers standing here for the first time in, in forever. We've probably seen three Jedi's on the yeah. screen, right? Like it should yeah. be a moment that we are so hyped, and instead I'm sitting there going, this looks weird it doesn't <laughs> yeah. look right to me and 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 uh, like the way ahsoka kept like waving her arms to like block. it was, block really, it was l- weird it was, yeah it was i don't know and and i don't know if it was too slow again i don't know if you have a suggestion on what was going on there put it in the comments i am mean, i'm curious if anyone felt the same way as i did here but like it just seemed off um And so, after they finish him, which another thing, we do get a a few cool moments here, though, I will say. There were some cool moments when they were fighting. Um, One of those, one moment, though, that I thought was really strange to me was at the end of this... uh, um, we see we see Ezra doing some stuff, and then at the end he he force pulls two stormtroopers towards Ahsoka, and yeah. Ahsoka slashes them, which was cool. But then Ahsoka's got this like grin on her face, like she's just like absolutely <laughs> yeah. loving well, killing these people. <laughs> what's in,
1: so here's the thing: so we see an episode I don't know early on, right, that the same exact thing happened. But with uh, Sabine. Sabine mm-hmm. pulls two people in with her yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he, yeah. she kills them. But the whole thing is that, like, all of a sudden, she's supposed to be different now. She's supposed to right, be right, right, right. the Ahsoka yeah, of the I'm White right. instead yeah, of the Ahsoka yeah, yeah. the Gray, you know? Maybe, so, I don't
0: know, maybe we read into that too much. Because I don't know. She, she murdered these people, and she loved she it. She like, <laughs> And, like, and so I look at it from another perspective of, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi, mm-hmm. who, in my eyes, Obi-Wan Kenobi... If, if he even took one life, it would be...
1: A significant event type thing. Yeah, like he know. would
0: be, you know, sad about that. Disappointed. Right. Where, again, we see... I don't know. It just seemed like she did it, like, not just out of necessity, but out, like she enjoyed it too. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought that was just kind of yeah. weird for a Jedi to do.
1: Exactly. That was, <laughs> that was very odd, to say the least. And I'm not sure what... I, I don't know. Well, so, okay, again, just... Again, I, I don't want to hate on the show because I really, truly did like it, but those are some of those weird little nitpicky moments that I yeah, was don't like... Get, yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. Again,
0: you know, we, we when we do this show, we're, we, that's what we kind of focus on, right, is a lot of the nitpicks. I loved the Ahsoka series. Mm-hmm. The Ahsoka... And I would like to actually do this at the end, but kind of like see where we rank it. But like, I've really enjoyed uh, this series. Um and, and honestly, it wasn't until this last episode that a couple things really kind of started to really bother me. Um, but moving on, what we see here is the Night Sisters now bring them back to life. And now they are zombies. I mean, straight, straight, zombies. straight up zombies. Um, so shot after shot, lightsaber swipe after lightsaber swipe. the Night Troopers keep coming and they seal the zombies behind the door and continue on. And so Thrawn requests Morgan buy them more time. She solemnly accepts in the name of Dathomir. So, like, he's, like, for the Empire and walks away, and she goes, and for
1: Dathomir. Yeah, that was interesting. Um, yeah. And
0: so, meeting the Jedi, it's time for Morgan and Ahsoka to have a rematch. Um, Ahsoka sends Sabine and Ezra ahead, who are met with their zombie troopers of their own to battle. That was interesting, though, that she's there to, like, stop them from reaching Thrawn, but then she just... She, does not care and lets <laughs> right. lets Ezra and it's so Sabine go. Bizarre. It's like just she just so stands weird. there and lets them. Let's literally just lets them walk past her and and continue it's on. So weird. It's so <laughs> which weird. Was, yeah, man. which was was a know. weird decision. Um, and so Thrawn takes his position on the Eye of Sion with the Great Mothers, and they start taking the ship out. As Sabine is pinned by the zombie strangling her, she reaches out to her fallen lightsaber and uses the Force. Whoa! For the first time to call to her. Uh, she takes our last zombie, Kylo Ren style, if you noticed, with the uh, like st- sticking up to the head and activating the lightsaber. Oh, which yeah. Which is the same thing. Yeah, that, I forgot that he, that. he does that. Remember, she throws in lightsaber and he's got he it, does. And, then he, and then he presses the button yeah. and it goes through the head okay, of the pra- pra- Praetorian guard pra- or whatever. Praetorian. Praetorian, like whatever like yeah. um, so yeah, that was kind of I don't know if that was an intentional callback, but that's what it reminded me of. Um so they uh, beat the final troopers there, uh, which they were some big troopers too. Again, they were like purge troopers. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, so here's my other, probably my other biggest complaint about this episode is the whole Sabine using the Force. Mm. So, so here, the, first of all, Sabine, someone who we've pretty much through this whole series so far has has kind of gone on and on again about how like she can't feel the force or she can't use the force at least. Um, and so, you know, she's being trained as a Jedi, but she can't use the force. And so that was kind of, and we talked about how, you know, maybe she doesn't have the force, but she learns how to lightsaber fight and uses her Mandalorian tools as kind of her force. Right. And we talked about how maybe that could be kind of an interesting thing. Um, and so, I will tell you, when I saw her all of a sudden pull that lightsaber into her hands, I, I kind of just went, ugh. I'm not <laughs> right. going to lie. I know it was supposed right. to be like a big right. cheer moment. I did not feel that way. Um, call me a Debbie Downer, I guess. But <laughs> I was just like, oh, come on.
1: Well, so, we you know, like I said, we we, we talked about this previously, right? And, and it's one of those things where... It, It opens the door to things that we may not really like when we're saying that like, oh, everyone can use the force if they try hard enough. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: And I don't know. I don't know. Well, and it's like, you know, Luke Skywalker um, and canon, he learned how to use the force um, by his first thing he did was pick up a noodle out of a soup bowl. (laughs) He picked up a noodle. um, That's what he did first. Um, you know, so you know, we see him in Empire Strikes Back and he and he pulls the lightsaber to him. I think it's the first time we see him do that mm-hmm. um, in, in the movies. But uh Canon had shown that he had done that before. Where this is completely saying <clears throat> um that there is no like she had no force using up until this moment here. Right. And she pulls that lightsaber into her hands. And so that, you know. I'm like, okay, all right, fine. It's a lightsaber, whatever. But it's the next thing that happens that really just absolutely blew my mind and not in a good way, okay? so (laughs) Yeah, this is crazy. So (laughs) we see here um, Ezra because the the ship is leaving and Ezra and and Sabine are standing there and, and Ezra's like, I don't, you know, I think it's already too far. And Sabine's like, just jump and I'll push you. Like oh and I just
1: I just have this so newfound confidence in my so force. Ezra,
0: movement. first of all, absolutely just insane. Because I mean, if I would have been Ezra, i have been like absolutely not. Like
1: you've never used the force before this. Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, does he even did he even see her use the force? I don't know to get the lightsaber. Know. I don't remember. But so, but for whatever reason, he does it right, and so he just backs up and he runs and he jumps. Which first of all, his jump is like pretty insane, pretty mm-hmm. insane jump. And then she, but her force push is like, like dramatic force push, like, like like 50 feet, like a big, you know, huge push. Yeah, yeah. And I, that, it was in that moment, I'm like, this is crazy. Oh. I was like, yeah. I, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But like, maybe you can pull that off in, in like, Floney, maybe you could have pulled that off in your animated shows. Yeah. But like, come on, man! <laughs> like, come, come on. on! This is live action <laughs> canon, you know. <laughs> it's just, yeah, no, I, did, oh, I did not like this at all. I did, yeah. I did not like it. You
1: know, and here's the thing: if she, if she had shown multiple different right, 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 right. times in which she's had right. force, but she's just been uh-huh. blocked because of uh-huh. self doubt and stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. But that's not that's not what happened. Uh, no,
0: no, and so yeah, that really really bothered me. I was not a fan of that. But, you know, it is what it is. It also kind of brings up a question about, like, where Disney, Lucasfilm, where they're headed with Force users. Mm. Right? Because, and we've talked about this a little bit, um, but, you know, I personally, I like the idea of not everyone can use the Force. Right. Um, That you have to be... Um, you know, you in a sense you do have to be special, right? You right. Are, you you are given um, a certain amount of special ability to be a Jedi. You can you know in a sense be a chosen one. Um, and Disney has kind of started to twist that a little bit into a everybody can everyone everybody can be it type thing. Include everyone. You know, it's like an inclusion right. thing. Right. And like you know. I just don't see that as necessary why right. does everybody need to be able well, to be then, a Jedi, like, what, makes you know? it, what makes it special and, if just everyone can yeah, use yeah it yeah now, exactly you know what I'm saying? and so i feel like what they're tapping into here and i feel like sabine may be one of the biggest examples of this is like if you know how to unlock it anyone can use the force yeah that's what i'm kind of afraid of well here. so i
1: mean that's basically like we talked about this and, last episode but that's basically what ahsoka said at the very beginning, she was talking to Sabine and basically yeah. said that, you know, the force is a part of everything. And 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 yeah, you know,
0: and it, and, and it's always been, right? Well, we, you know, well, yeah. it binds us. You uh, know, there'll be one speech about the force, right. all of that. And that's great. But there's only specific people that, that actually that manipulate it. Yeah. Right. And that's at least that's the way. So this new idea of like, well, actually, anyone can use the force if they figure it out yeah no please don't do that yeah don't go in please that direction don't, yeah. please don't do it
1: and, and here's the thing we're talking about Disney and yes they're the big deciding factor and if they really are like yeah we gotta push this for occlusion sake or make people feel good about themselves or whatever you know um, you know I get it but with Dave Filoni being over this you would think that there would be some major pushback and who knows maybe there was and we just don't know it you know what I'm saying yeah I
0: don't and, and maybe and, and, and that's not necessarily maybe the case you know we don't know how it started with with Sabine and Ahsoka. Maybe there was some kind of spark of force ability that made Ahsoka decide that this is something she should should do, right? right. Because again, it you don't usually in, in in anything I've seen, you don't take on an apprentice that doesn't have the force. Right. Right. right so right. you so maybe she showed some kind of force sensitivity that wasn't talked about but it just seemed like in every time they would talk about it it was like she just didn't know how to do it right so yeah, they so didn't th- ever suggest that she showed any kind of sensitivity
1: right 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 right
0: but it does bring the question of well then why was she even an apprentice in the first place so i don't know
1: yeah that's a good question i mean it could be just uh 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 what what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, availability bias, if that's the, <laughs> if if people know what I'm talking about on that, yeah, it's a business term. But basically, it's so, like, well, she only had Sabine there, and whether she had the force ability or not, like she's the only one that could possibly learn, so you might as well teach her type thing. But I don't know.
0: Yeah. So then Sabine then spots Ahsoka now emerging to the roof and still battling. Morgan breaks one of Ahsoka's sabers as their battle rages. So that was interesting. That you know Ahsoka's been had that saber now for quite a while. Yeah. Um, so apparently they want to uh, switch things up, um, and they pause as the chimera pulls away. Suddenly Sabine reveals that she did not join Ezra, as she draws out her own blade to battle with her master. With one last fell blow, Ahsoka strikes down Morgan but she actually swipes her with both swords, with her yeah. lightsaber and that the, was interesting, and yeah. the thing. And so you see like the ghastly like. You know, like thing, the clean like lightsaber, the, and then
1: like the the yeah. like the, 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 the green smoke green coming out of the other one, magic coming out. Yeah. Like I know you might be going into this, but it's like what blows my mind. And another thing of like I can't believe that they did this. Is that that? Uh, wow. Ezra just left them. Just like okay, I guess I'll go back to the galaxy by myself. You guys stay here where I was at, trapped and fight these people. I'll just go. Bye bye. You know. I just couldn't believe that. You know what I'm yeah, saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's interesting. I, I have to to make in my mind that he knew like somebody's gotta make it back. Somebody has to stop him. So hopefully that was kind of the thought. Which they
1: didn't like insinuate but that. But they didn't though.
0: insinuate yeah. that.
1: Um, like you have no other choice. You have to do it. Yeah. you have to be the well, one to stop. And I you think know.
0: what bothered me most I feel like there was so much emotion missing in the finale. Like yeah, for, yeah. For for example, you know, they're officially left behind, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have no way With to get back,
1: technically. no
0: way to get back that they know of. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's be honest, they're probably going to find a way back, right? Sure. But as of right at this moment, they don't know of any way to get back. Yeah. And they know Thrawn now has gone back. Yeah. Like, there should be a lot of,
1: like you know, no, yeah. You like know, so like, and they had completely fine. Well, so what, what blew my <laughs> mind is that when they're up in space, right. Yeah, And they're like about to ship or, uh, you know, shoot the ship off into hyperspace or whatever. And they're just like putting along on their little ship. They're not like trying to get yeah, to yeah, them. Yeah. They're just yeah. like, uh-huh. zzz, yeah. you know, like yeah, watching yeah, them yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I just remember watching it. I'm uh-huh. thinking like, what in the world? Where's the urgency? You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: yeah, I don't know. And the, yeah. And then, uh, so Thrawn calls Ahsoka's ship and cites Anakin's teachings f- for his victory. And with one last long live the Empire jumps in hyperspace. I thought what he said there was really good. I liked it. Yeah. He's basically like, you know, basically he's like, who's who's to say that you won't become the exact same thing that as, he is. Yeah. as he was? <laughs> and basically, and then he's like a ronin like you. This is where you belong. This is, yeah, and I, all of that was really <laughs> that good. Was and I was really like, good. okay, yeah, this is that good was stuff. Sweet. Um, and then he says, "Long live the Empire!" And he jumps into hyperspace, and they're all like,
1: hmm, "Okay, <laughs> Oil rats. <laughs> oh man,
0: Why, <laughs> I guess this we're gonna go stinks. hang out with the turtles. <laughs> 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 Let's go back to
1: Donatello.
0: Yeah, I know. That, um it's
1: bizarre. It's and just
0: odd. and then and then you and also with like Ezra, he's just like, hmm, well. Guess I'm going to go put some Stormtrooper armor on.
1: <laughs> and just casually go to yeah, see like her, he you he know. He wasn't like,
0: no, you know, like Sabine or anything. He's just like, eh, well... Oh, here's some stormtrooper armor. Yeah. yeah
1: oh, oh. Yeah. I don't know. It's just bizarre, man. <laughs> yeah. Very it, bizarre. It was
0: missing that emotional connection yeah. for me. Like yeah. all of that could have been so much more emotional. And and like oh no, yeah. you know they. And and I've and I've already talked about uh, I think well maybe actually we just talked together about this because um, yeah. it's been a while since we did podcast but that Thrawn needed a like a big moment to really show off what he's capable his of his intellect his power and, yeah, yeah and his power and make him feel like a real threat we know he's a threat um just because we know the character of thrawn what he's done right but this show never shows it not it never really
1: really shows like his tactician mind right.
0: the only thing it does you know is is basically like he he just runs away before they can catch him yeah basically yeah pretty much um again i'm sounding so negative about all of yeah. this but i really did love the show in a lot of ways yeah it was we'll, just, we'll get into it our was just kind of how it ended that really has bothered me but yeah um so after that we see um shin and shin haiti arrives with the bandits who fought with um her before and um she ignites her lightsabers so I guess she's like hey you guys are gonna follow me now yeah I'm your overlord <laughs> um and then we see Balin skull who again and that was another weird thing about this episode you only see you know him like Shin one and Balin at like the very end yeah just for a few minutes it's like they've very been odd. they've been like a huge part of the show and they're and they're,
1: like, they're abandoned there and like there was no like there was no reveal of like their emotions in that moment knowing they've yeah. been abandoned too yeah. you know
0: so anyways one of the cooler moments, though, is here we see Balin, and he is on a statue on the planet, and it kind of zooms out, and it's the father. Yeah. Uh, one of the gods, Mortis. Um, and to the statue's right is a figure of the brother. Yes. And to the left is what is the shattered remains of the sister. His head cool- is gone. Um, it's a cool, so, like
1: little, like callback to, uh, obviously clone wars. Yeah. And yeah. so
0: Balin is kind of overlooking this, the, the, the statue is pointing. Right. And so he's kind of looking off into the distance at where the statue is pointing. Mm-hmm. Did you catch what that was in the distance? Uh, because I don't of, think so. I did some research and I know Whoa. exactly what research. it is. No. I do. I know exactly what it is, at least in my opinion.
1: Oh, well, in your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I, I don't so, know.
0: So, you know, it's, it's this mountains, right? And then there's this, this, what looks like some kind of like, uh, um, long, like a tower or something, right? It's got light coming out off of it. Um, so I never, I didn't see anyone say this anywhere. I I thought maybe there would be people that would agree with me on this, but I didn't see it anywhere, but. I want you to get on your little your little lappy there. My little lappy. Um, and you guys can all do this on your phones or whatever, but just look up Mortis. Look up Mortis and what do you see? That right there. That's what it is.
1: Interesting. I, I I honestly don't remember that. I'd have to go back and go. And, and yeah, go back and watch it
0: again. Go back and watch the very end there and see what he's looking at. It's that. It's Mortis.
1: Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So he's going to Mortis. That's what he's doing. So what's interesting is that I, I can't remember. It's been years and years since I've watched the Clone Wars episode. But I do want to say it was almost as if they were like transported there. They woke they woke up and they were there. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So it w- could have been it could in have a, been a different galaxy. You know what I'm saying? It could have been. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: So so there's so much, so many implications to that, right? Yeah. And I think that's one of the big things to kind of take away from this to kind of like uh um, you know, speculate on right, with where right. where things are going is, is that, in my opinion, that is totally mortis. Um, and so what does that mean? Right. What does he plan to do? Well, so, I mean, as we know... It...
1: Well, I'm trying to remember.
0: So we know a couple things. First off, we know that, um, you know, with, with the mortis gods that... The father wanted Anakin to be their replacement. Right. Right. Yeah. They want. He wanted. He he felt Anakin was the chosen one, uh, to 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 replace him as the father, to, to be control the balance, the light and the dark, to be the balance in the Force. Right. Um, and so. Then we have the you know the brother who was the dark side, and then the 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 sister who was the light side. Now the sister the sister dies, right? Mm-hmm. And then Ahsoka dies, but is brought back to life by the sister. By the sister, yeah. And so it's been kind of insinuated that Ahsoka has this connection to the sister. There's the bird, oh, which the mo- we see, like the right? the Morai or something yeah, like that. Yeah, the Morai. We see the bird again here, as we've seen in a lot of places at this point. Pretty much any time Ahsoka shows up... Yeah. Um, since then, Morai is not too far behind. Yeah. And so some have speculated Morai is the sister. Right. Um, but others have said that Ahsoka is actually now the sister.
1: Like there's like a remnant like, of her, at least. Yeah, you know but some,
0: she's yeah. got something there. So... So I wonder if Balin is planning to to kind of write this in a sense in his eyes, and to yeah. to bring back balance essentially.
1: Right, or at the very least, he may not even know all of that, but he just knows that there's great he said power something's calling to him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so when
0: we end, and again, I don't even really remember, but when we end, are any of them left?
1: No, from what I remember, who the the father, um, son, daughter. Yeah, from what I remember, they're all dead, if I remember correctly, because I think Anakin ends up killing the son, and the son has killed the father, and then I yeah. can't remember how the daughter. So dies. it kind of but- makes
0: me wonder though, if like maybe they're not, maybe one of them is still alive somehow. Yeah, well, and and they're so- calling, and they're kind of the ones that have been calling, and so Balin's gonna go there it would actually be really cool for it to be the sun.
1: Well, because here's the thing, Anakin killed the sun, but Anakin's just a guy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And 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 the sun is some like manifestation of the force itself. Because so who knows that he actually
0: killed him? Because if it's the sun, you could get Sam Witwer, right? Yeah. Sam Witwer true. would be which we had all those rumors be...
1: about him like being a part of the show yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. That so would be cool. That would be kind of interesting, right? That would be cool. Um
0: so I don't know, but uh, so I guess my question would be: Do you think like Balin plans to to go there and and be one of them? And would and if he was, which one would it be? The father,
1: probably the daughter. <laughs> the daughter. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, um,
0: I, I would I would guess, but I don't know. You know, I mean, I guess in a sense, maybe he he kind of has some of that light and dark, right? Right, which would make but, sense that he would be the balance. But also, then. you know, there's a lot of people uh, that I've heard think that Ahsoka is the the light and that Anakin is the father.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Or will become the father still.
1: Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. So
0: how interesting would it be if whenever this all wraps up, Ahsoka accepts being the daughter. So she, she becomes this like immortal being. Yeah. That would be interesting. Who it becomes the personification <laughs> of the light side. Yeah. And that's kind of like, so, like, Ahsoka never really dies. She just becomes this, like, you know. Filoni would love that. <laughs> and I, I, I kind of wonder if that's where he's headed eventually with this. Yeah. And, but what if Anakin gets to still be the father? And so he yeah. also is, but I, but maybe it's Baelin. I don't know. There's just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then who is the son? Yeah. Who would be the
1: son? Which, you know, you could almost see the dichotomy. Like, I don't think it would make sense necessarily in this context. But you can almost see like Balin being the father, and then Shin being the the son, because or right. well, like in that capacity. because well, yeah, because, because he's the more darker right. one, and
0: it's not really the the names are, are aren't the important part. It's the
1: personification of like of, light and dark, right. and All that stuff, right. yeah.
0: So yeah, and then maybe, but like. Sh- who cares about Shin, honestly? Yeah. I mean, do we who, care about I
1: mean, <laughs> I mean, although I really like care, who really cares about Balan, though, either? You know what I'm saying? I mean, in, in the yeah. grander sense but of, like, But again, if they Anakin continue and... to
0: grow these characters, which you now uh, with with the the actor who played Balin passing, that's a whole other thing yeah. of, like, are they going to recast? Are they going to go a different direction because he's no longer with this? I feel like there, he seems to be going to continue to play an important role so I feel like they're going to have to recast yeah. I don't know
1: well so that was a question that we had like in one of the previous episodes that we've done was that you know you know, do you think that they'll you know you know, they'll have him die off or whatever in the series or they'll have him go off and do his own thing and kind of ride him out type thing uh, because he has passed away in real life and they you know but we got our answer is that he you know he has a big storyline potentially that could be happening yeah you potentially know like
0: Really big stuff, which, right? which
1: again is a tragedy because he, of all of the stuff that's happened throughout this whole series, his character's been phenomenal throughout mm-hmm. this from the start to finish. I've loved, oh, yeah, his no, character, this
0: yes, absolutely phenomenal job. Yeah, um, just wow. One of the one of my, I mean, honestly, he may be one of my favorites of of Star Wars villains at yeah, this point. Yeah, absolutely. You can call him a villain, but I mean, kind of can,
1: kind of like an anti hero almost. Um, but,
0: yeah, and it's just because he's so layered, right? And that's exactly. what I makes mean, him so good. But uh, we see the Eye of Scion arrive back in the known galaxy, approaching the planet of Dathomir. We're also gonna have to get a name for this other galaxy soon, if we're gonna like. <laughs> right. like we need like to instead of just saying uh, they're in this or they're in the original galaxy or a new galaxy, we need like names. Um, back with the New Republic, an Imperial shuttle arrives. Harrison Dula, chopper, and her troops wait in the hangar bay. The door opens, and out comes a stormtrooper. This was <laughs> so stupid. It was a bit goofy. The, yeah. The trooper. Uh. It. Okay. Really, again, I understand it was for some cinematic sake, but the dude walks out
1: in, in Stormtrooper full trooper
0: armor with his helmet still on.
1: Like they're not going to blast him away. Not only does he walk <laughs> out that way,
0: but he just continues to walk that way with his hands up, and they're all aiming guns at him, and he still doesn't say anything. He still doesn't take his helmet off. He just keeps walking towards them. I'm like, this guy... <laughs> Has like lost brain cells in this other galaxy, but he finally takes his helmet off, like after way too long.
1: Yeah, that was bizarre. Yeah, that was
0: so weird. Um, so, anyways, reveals to be Ezra. Hera's overcome with emotion, seeing her long lost crewmate. Sabine joins Ahsoka, uh, who praises her padawan for getting Ezra home. Ahsoka says they are where they need to be, and that it's time to move on. And again, it's like, okay you're where you need to be, where you need to be. How do you know that? Is it just like, because you just have this, this feeling, um, because, you know, Thrawn totally just left to your galaxy. And like, that dog is about oh to, <laughs> that dog has got issues going <laughs> on. <laughs> Can you open that door real quick? Like, I think maybe she's wanting to go out.
1: <laughs> Good Lord.
0: Sorry. I apologize, but I <laughs> think, <What's your name? laughs> I think, uh, <laughs> I think my dog's about to die
1: <laughs> that's so bad <laughs> oh, that's so bad god. we have to end the episode early on that one dude that dog <laughs> just farted oh, and goodness. it is bad oh my Izzy god is he just absolutely destroyed
0: this room so bad <laughs> we're still recording but we had to like let oh, her out because gosh. it was so bad
1: oh, shoo I mean, that's strong enough I wouldn't be surprised if you guys can smell it through the through the microphone. <laughs>
0: Holy cow. Okay, so God,
1: I can't even think right now.
0: Well, now now there's like a food smell coming in here. Uh that doesn't help. No, but um so anyway, we apologize for that uh delay. <laughs> the <That> outburst. <laughs> um So then um Sabine thinks she feels something but plays it off. She says uh oh it's like a uh, a shadow in the starlight is what she says. Um and then and then we see Ahsoka kind of looking back once more and the show ends with Anakin's Force Ghost looking over his once Padawan bringing Ahsoka to a close.
1: Which that was a whole weird thing there. For first of all, Did we not just see Sabine stinking throw Ezra like 50 feet with the force, but she somehow can't magically sense a force ghost? A. B. I mean, I think she did sense it. Well, but you see what I'm saying, though. She has such adept ability, she she can use
0: it. But she obviously didn't see him, but she sensed his presence, because that's why she said a shadow in the starlight. Um, but but the bigger question that she said that, and, um, just yesterday, the new High Republic comic came out called Shadows and Starlight. Really?
1: Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know if that's just a crazy coincidence where they planned that. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, but the bigger weird thing here is that Ahsoka does like, they look at each other and they're kind of like, you know, don't say anything, just kind of like the smirk and nod. And then Ahsoka just turns around and walks away. And, you know, Drew and I had spoke about this personally, just he and I, after watching the yeah. episode, and it was just a bizarre moment, and I think, and this is what I told Drew, I said, you know, like, here's the thing, I guarantee you what, like, why that happened was because it was supposed to be symbolic, right? It was supposed to be that Sabine has, um, you know, or Sabine goodness, Ahsoka, <laughs> that, that just got me discombobulated, <laughs> I can't really think right now, but anyway, Ahsoka... You know, she's, she's, she's Hulk of the White now, you know, she's moved past Anakin and his, in that, in that, that troubled past that she had with him. She yeah. respects him and loves him as a mentor and what she's done for her, he's done for her and all that stuff. But, but she's like, she's, she's moved past it now, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I still think it's just a bizarre way to do it, like. There's his actual force ghost. after all the stuff that's happened and you see he, you're continually watching his holograms and you face some weird version of him that may not even really be him, which we never got that cleared up either um, in the world between world area. But this, you're looking at him like that's the real Anakin. That is him. And you just don't say a word to him. Just look at him for like two seconds. Annoying look, and then just turns around and walks away. away. Yeah, Yeah. and
0: yeah, I thought that was weird. And again, I think it was like a for cinematic sake, but it just it doesn't feel believable. Is the problem? Yeah, Um, yeah, and yeah, I. You know, I would have loved for them to have another conversation there. I feel like that would have been a much more meaningful ending. And to show and have that conversation
1: illustrate how she has moved past and mm-hmm. how she's become her yeah, yeah, own person yeah. and become better. Right. But but while speaking to him. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and I don't and yeah. And I don't know why
0: they couldn't have done that. Um
1: Yeah, that's frustrating. And and honestly,
0: seeing him here doesn't still doesn't necessarily tell us if she saw him earlier or not. 'Cause right. here we see him in what we expected to see. The you see him blue in the in the Force ghost. yeah, but we see him wearing Jedi robes well, like he seemed, wears yeah, yeah, in yeah. uh Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Where again when we see him in the other stuff, he's not wearing that. Mm. Um and, and he's so, constantly changing and morphing right. to different so, things. Again, it, it kind of seems like it never really was Anakin, in in my right. opinion. And so it was more just like her mind and maybe uh I, I don't know. But, yeah, so that's where we leave things off at, in this state that obviously needs a second season. Yeah, very um, much so. There's a yeah. lot of unanswered questions. Um, you know, I think some of this, some of the issues that I I have may technically be fixed with a second season. Um, right. You know, it's only, it's only a matter of time to see. But, but overall, I actually really loved the show. Okay, yeah, let's, I really let's did. get into that part. I really right? did. I, I loved um the fact that we got so so much about the Jedi here. It's so much that honors and the you know what we've gotten before and mm. really in every aspect of Star Wars, right? This is kind of a culmination of so much right. um between animation and prequels and original trilogy and and honestly, you know whether you like it or you hate it, I still think a lot of this is still leading into and complementing the, the sequel trilogy. Sure. Um, and so there's just a lot there to, to take and appreciate. And there's kind of something for everybody within it and, and getting back Hayden Christensen, such a joy. Um, and he did a fantastic job and everything that he was in, even though not all of it is, is, uh, explained. Yeah. Um, but I did really enjoy it. um, and so many great lightsaber battles um, within this. You know, we we went from never, hardly ever receiving a lightsaber on lightsaber battle to getting, you know, multiple, multiple battles within <laughs> right. this one series. Right. Uh, and, and, and really, you know, a lot of characters we've grown to love and appreciate were in this. And so... Just seeing that continue to grow, it really is Rebels season five, and you know, in a lot of ways. Oh yeah, is that definitely. Right? Would it be season five? I don't know. Whatever I don't know what the last be. one was. Um, but I, I think that um, really my disappointments really didn't start to really hit until towards the end. Just some of the stuff that was happening. It's maybe maybe some of that is it was maybe a little rushed. Yeah. But in some ways, it felt like it wasn't rushed enough. And so oh, that's yeah. what's kind of weird. It's almost like maybe if they had condensed when they went to this other galaxy, but instead kind of maybe had an episode where they were already back in the other galaxy. So we could yeah. kind of see like. What's next? Yeah, maybe some of that, and then
1: end. I don't know, but makes me wonder, like, if the 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 very last part of the season was when the writer strike uh, started happening, and so all of a sudden the last couple episodes just kind of fell because they didn't have really great writing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I think
0: it was. I, I think this would have had to have been done by the time that. But, yeah, I'm, I'm majoritarily like kidding, but right, right. But so, I don't know. Um, it's, I, where so where, where would you put it? Where would you rank it? And uh, let's say, let's say, in terms of Star Wars shows only. Let's not get the movies involved, like Disney so Plus we're talking, or yeah, yeah, um... yeah, Disney Plus. So, we're talking Mando's season one through three, and book Boba Fett and Kenobi and Andor, uh, and now man, it's okay. that's
1: hard. That's really hard. To what
0: five shows?
1: Yeah, yeah I would so say
0: one through five, starting with five. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I'm not like, getting into that right now. Um
1: here's what I'll say. Mando is still the top for me. That will Which season? i am I'm, I'm just saying the show. <laughs> oh, come you know what on. I'm saying? Because it's kind of like well, okay, season two then. Okay. Yeah, I mean season two is probably my favorite. But I'm saying just the show as the whole because it all kind of culminates together, right? And that's the thing, you know, it's like there's really high points and there's also some low points in it, so it kind of hurts it, helps it, whatever. Anyway, yeah. uh, Mando's definitely still number one. I want. I really want Kenobi to be my second, but I. I don't think so. I. I want to say that actually, Ahsoka is probably my second right now, um, and then, Kenobi, then. Andor, then Boba Fett, and then whatever the other one was. I came <laughs> what, what are we saying? Anyway.
0: Man, what did Boba Fett do to you? No, I just. just I just didn't. Uh,
1: anyway. Yeah, I would.
0: I think, had this stuck the landing, Mm. this maybe would have ended up being my number one. Same, yeah. But I think, again, the the way the last couple episodes kind of brought it down for me a little bit, and just for a couple of reasons. So, where Mando season two kind of kind of really just like had me hyped most of the time it seems like yeah and maybe i have what was
1: that oh
0: no (laughs) nice um and so i i think that uh
1: (laughs) yeah whatever Uh, it's a spam i thought i got mentioned by a famous person but no Mm. So this episode's falling apart here Blame. at the end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I, so I think I would say Mando probably still my number one. Yeah. Two, season two specifically would be my, my yeah. favorite. Um, and then probably I do think Ahsoka would be my second.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: and, and then from there, um, probably Kenobi. Andor. Bro.
1: So basically, the exact it's same. exactly the same, isn't <laughs> it's it? Exactly it's exactly, the, exactly same. the same. So, so yeah, I mean, just just to end off on my piece here.
0: <clears throat> actually, and let me say, I do think Andor actually is a better series than Kenobi, but yes, but the emotional but the emotional that attachments that I have to Kenobi, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, I'm on the same, I'm same page as you. Um. Anyway, but my thought with with Ahsoka, and it's it's much of what you've already said, but you know, for me. I know we kind of been dogging on these last couple episodes. You know, it seems like kind of like a, just a, a, you know, a put down fest, it seems like this episode. But really, truly, I really enjoyed um, the Ahsoka series, uh, especially, you know, like the season one here. And uh, I mean, that's made evident as both of us saying it's our second favorite over Kenobi, over Andor. You know, that's how much we liked it. You know, I think there's some phenomenal pieces here. There's uh, great. No, go ahead. I was going to say there's great additions to the lore. Amazing lightsaber battles. The choreography, especially in the first half, was really good. We got some very interesting um, callbacks and all all this great stuff. And like I said, I think that that made this show really good. It's just that for whatever reason, in the last two or three episodes, it just really fell flat for whatever reason. And I'm not sure why that is, what happened on the back end that made that happen. But because of that... it it really kind of put not a bad taste in my mouth but you're just kind of like what happened there but overall i really did enjoy the show
0: yeah i think that you know the 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 best way for me to describe it is like this show is what star wars is to me like this is what this is the kind of stuff that I like about Star Wars. I like the Force. I like this, you know, the stuff that maybe maybe the casual viewer might scratch their head at and be like, "What? That's <laughs> right. weird." I love that. I love that stuff. You know, the like d- the fact that we may deal with the Mortis stuff. Yeah, I'm all in. I know. Oh, yeah. I know a lot of people will be like, "What?" Like, let's just stick to like you know having a war against the Empire. <laughs> but like, yeah, I'm all about it. This like you know dealing with the the mysteriousness of the Force and yeah and the balance of it and having. You know all the <clears throat> all these things like that, and I, I'm all about it. And you know the fact that we've discovered a new galaxy, even though we've only seen a little, a small portion of it, but like the the, the possibilities there are still endless, and still extremely interesting to me. And then throwing in, alongside that, characters that we do know and and love, um, that you get to experience that with, makes it that much better. And so, you know, there's, it's this mix of new and old with things that you love to see like lightsabers and Jedi and, and, and it's just, and, and, and then also, you know, throw on top of that, the, the seeing stuff like Anakin again and seeing yeah. the Clone Wars and stuff, uh, the, these, um, you know, emotional things for us that we, we love, right? I, I, I think there's so much good here. So much good about star Wars in this series. I really do. Yeah. And, um, I want to see more stuff like this. This is what I agree. This is what I, you know, like Mando, I love Mando. Um, and Mando, you know, we wouldn't have any of this if it wasn't for the fact that Mando hit it out of the park. Exactly. Yeah. Like we wouldn't have an Ahsoka series right now if it wasn't for the success of Mando. Um, now, Mando, you know, is kind of the opposite. What was the, the the opposite in a lot of ways where, like, at first, in the first season, there were no Jedi, right? Jedi was, honestly, people thought, again, they were, like, a myth, a almost, myth again. yeah. And, and then the second season brought us um ahsoka and 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 luke skywalker which was still one of the biggest <laughs> Crazy, craziest moments uh, i'm so glad that. that we watched that together and, i'm so glad And we nothing it has together. reached that level of hype for us yeah <laughs> even even yeah. seeing anakin again um we were excited but i don't think anything hit the level of seeing that luke skywalker reveal which was just so unexpected yeah um exactly. but it was just that they just really nailed it. Again, a lot of the stuff comes down to the way they portray it. Exactly. Like, right? And exactly. like making it a moment. It's like a lot of what happened in Ahsoka was missing that for me. And I think at the end, and I think that's yeah. why it was like, it was missing that emotional impact. Like the way they handled Luke Skywalker showing up, you see the X-Wing go by, You're like, right? You're know, like, like, wait, what? You know? Yeah. And then you, you know, you see the glove and just different things The slowly revealed. The buckle. And the just the way it all came together had you yeah. so hyped and, and, and again, so excited.
1: Like you said, it came out of nowhere because again, we haven't seen any Jedi. We haven't yeah. seen anything like this. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. And then, so, like you said, I think I think the the, the reveal of Luke um, was really no greater than the reveal of Anakin again. Right. But but like you said, I think it's just really how they approached it and how they re- wrote it into the show is what really matters.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. But anyways, it was good, good stuff. What do we get next? We don't know. We don't know. We don't true, know. What we yet. do not know. Uh, that's, again, uh, something I'm not a huge fan of is just not like, having no idea what is next in Star Wars. Right. Um, there's a lot of things we could say is potentially next. I think there's a good chance Skeleton Crew is not too far mm-hmm. away. That's my what I would assume would be our next series that we get, but that is not for certain. Right. Um, I will say, you know, there have been a lot of rumors that Skeleton Crew was is going to essentially be about these kids that are lost, right? They're lost out in space. Mm-hmm. And the, the rumor has been that they're going to be lost in this other galaxy mm-hmm. and that that ties into Ahsoka. So, like, maybe they're going to cross ways with Ahsoka or something of that nature. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so I don't know if that will happen or not, but that is a rumor that had went around a lot. And so the fact that Ahsoka didn't make it back kind of maybe strengthens that a little bit that maybe that will be the case sure um and so maybe we'll see uh well honestly no that doesn't make sense i was gonna say maybe that somehow is how ahsoka finds a way back but that wouldn't make any sense because if if we're expecting a season two of ahsoka (laughs) they wouldn't have her come back on yeah, to some random other show. Yeah, right? um, but anyways, there maybe in a season two of Ahsoka, these kids are with her too. I don't know, but right. Uh, anyways, once we find out what is next in Star Wars, you can guarantee that we will talk about it here because that's what we do. We talk about Star what Wars. What we do? We talk about what's new and what's old and everything else in between. So wow. <laughs> you can beautiful. You, you, you captured can, it all. Yeah, I captured it all. So you can <laughs> depend on us here uh yeah so we'll be back though not too long from now don't worry we'll come back and talk about whatever there is to talk about next week we will not be back but the week after that most likely we'll be here talking some star wars with you all so thanks again though for joining us thanks for listening we always appreciate it so much uh you can check us out on facebook and instagram And you can check our Patreon where you can subscribe for only $5. We think it's worth it. Um, And you can go and listen to our and other stuff episodes, which we hope to get another one of those out sooner than later. And... (laughs) <laughs>
1: well, sorry, he was to... because we, we, we determined so he's gonna do something last time we recorded and andrew forgot but basically right after we ended our main topic we're gonna do the, the trivia sorry <laughs>
0: i'm sorry i'm still trying to get used to... i need i need uh, a i need a paper that shows me our order like right in front of me but i don't I have, have a... i wrote my own Ooh, notes sh- out a long eard- time ago airdrop
1: it so anyway so, yes, let's <laughs> before we finally conclude, let's, let's let's go for our trivia. So, earlier I had asked you which bounty hunter in the Empire Strikes Back is wearing an old costume from a Doctor Who episode and that answer is <brr-sh-> Bosk so if you look up the Doctor Who what episode the, <laughs> the yeah the Doctor Who episode The Tenth Planet you will see a pilot dressed like which doctor boss. was that Do you know I, I have no clue it's wow. one of the older ones I really don't know Um, so uh, yeah that is our trivia for this
0: week and fun, also fun fact uh, the voice of Huang is one of the doctors whoa! David Tennant
1: yeah that was pretty cool so there you go Um, that's my fun fact fact. (laughs) and also because I'm sure you will probably forget let's also uh, not forget to thank our friends over at Galactic Empire for allowing us to use their music in our intro their wonderful
0: music that we had loved so much thank you for letting us use that but until next time may the force be with you and we thank you for joining the Jedi Eternal